Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. We are here to give the everyday battler a voice and to delete head noise one laugh at a time. I think if we had a beer at this time of the morning, we would uh, increase our head noise by about a thousand. So we're not going to have one this morning, but if we were going to have a beer... Cameron, what beer would we be having? It'd be a better beer, mate. It fucking sure would be a better beer. So, if you want to have a beer, go get a better beer in your hole. Mate, we've all uh, we've all had some fun since we last spoke, lads. Yes. yes. Cambodian has been ripping and a tearing. Quinderella and the Seven Balls have been getting stuck into their work, and I've been on an overnight trip to Bris Vegas. Very good. How are we all? Uh, how are we all feeling, boys? How's morale? Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> there was a couple of sore and star- sorry heads in here. Cambodian, I think this might be your third week in a row that you have been <laughs> flogged out. <laughs> I know. Early retirement this week, I think. Yeah, but you are. You, you've come in with a pep in your step, mate. I'm fucking. I'm. I'm looking forward to hearing about your trip because we've done well in not actually talking to each other at all before this. No. Um, so, mate. Tell me about it. How was the block wedding? It was good, mate. Holy. Nah. Lovely day, mate. Yep. Great couple. Was it a, a couple of days? Um, what we, oh, we went down Thursday, wedding was Friday, and yep. then recovery day, which I don't know why they called a recovery day. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a head wedding again. Yeah. For for a wedding. Yeah. And then um yeah, probably. And the missus, I'll tell you what, she's probably the rock of the family yesterday, getting us through the Bruce back home. Oh, that would have been a fucking mission, And mate. I'll tell you what, I drove like most of the way on the way down, and it was a pretty good run, considering. 
But on the way back yesterday, holy. Oh, dude, there needs to be on. a national call out to go, how many roadworks can we actually have? And yeah. the traffic was fucking unbelievable. That's from like um, Marinvale South, eh? Like <laughs> Pretty much Marinvale to fucking Gimby. Mm. Still. There should be just a certain amount you're allowed to do in a stretch of road, eh? Yeah. Because that just fucks people up. And it just creates anger. And like that congestion, mate, someone tries to overtake because they're just absolutely steaming out the ears. Oh, yeah. It creates everything. Like, you have to be a hero just to get anywhere. <laughs> So what were you just camped up on the way home? Yeah, I was um, vertical, horizontal, trying not to throw up. <laughs> I can hopeless. I was hopeless. Was it a good? Uh, how was it? Like, because obviously you and the missus went down, left, yeah. left bub, like left getting bub babysitted. Yep. Was it nice and, to have a trip with just mum and dad, mate? Yeah, it was good, mate. Mm. We had a pretty quiet night. The um, first one, just a few drinks with each other, and yeah, yeah, caught up in a bit of a chat and that, and then um, yeah. Yeah, that, I'll tell you what, yeah, that was a good wedding. The energy they brought, it was a crack up. I remember the MC going to Dylan. He goes, hey, we're going to have to pump these speeches out fucking in the next half an hour. I'm about to lose this whole crowd because everyone was just up dancing before even the speeches. Oh, true. So the energy was just fucking Firing. bursting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I've never seen anyone like when you do the first walk in and everyone's already on the dance floor. Like, Dad hasn't even gone to just go sit <laughs> down. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. What sort of time was it? Like, when that was going on? Oh, well, I think ceremony must have been three o'clock. So yeah. that wouldn't have been like four, four thirty. True. And oh, true. no, we went to the, ter- um, the terrace, you call it. So there was a couple of drinks there and then move into reception area. So everyone's getting pretty. Lit up at the fucking um, terrace. Well, even the people that I know from that crowd, that does not surprise me at all. No. Nah. Like just, uh, you know, there's a good there's a good group of people to have a fucking good tournament, put it that way. Well, I've never seen like an energy to, for a wedding like that before. Yeah, cool. Everything's like sort of like half behaved and we'll sit down first yeah. and let the night progress. Nah, this is just fucking straight to the top. And You're did you, on. Did yeah. you put a show on from the, the get-go? Like from word go, were you just fucking... You know? Oh, I definitely wasn't a star in the whole lot. But you weren't? No, because everyone had the same energy as me. All right, eh? So they're bringing it to you. I like yeah. to see it because normally you're just above and beyond every cunt night one. Yeah, that group that group had me covered. Holy fuck. That's fucking insane. It must have been huge. Recovery man. night that um that was me when you said, um Mrs. Filmy putting it up. All right. That was where I was waiting to get to this because what, talk to me in that setting. What led you to there and... How were you by yourself, the happiest bike I've ever seen in my life, no one near you, you're on your Pat Malone and you're just getting stuck into your work, power burpee included, talk to me. Well, recovery day hit and how do you start a recovery day? Bloody Marys, <laughs> followed by margaritas, <laughs> followed by espresso martinis. Fucking oath, and that's how you got there? Yep, don't even fuck around with beer. Yeah, nice. That, so that's how you get stuck into day two because I feel like Bloody Marys like, I remember when we were in Canada, young pup at the time. I couldn't think of anything worse. Well, that Caesar juice and the Clamato juice used to fucking turn me off. Yeah. I think it's heartburn in a cup for me, but mm. I would still get into it now, I think, after a big one, followed by a couple of quickies just to get that, you know, it feels like you've had a feed, but you haven't. There's a little, oof, a fucking... Yeah, the Tabasco you know, and the Worcestershire just really helps out. Help Helps you fire up a little bit. Yep. The next day. Because, mate, that video, honestly, I, I screen recorded it to watch it when I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Honestly, I there's not a soul around you and you are just cutting shapes in the floor. <laughs> And just enjoying yourself. This like is how much in- head noise I had yesterday. I didn't even watch it. I just seen my black, <laughs> like, uh, me wearing a black shirt and it's on like two or three people's stories. Yeah. And I'm going, what is that? <laughs> and I just put my phone on aeroplane mode and just fucking <laughs> threw it to the ground. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I just, why I love it is because you can just see in your face you are so happy at that yeah. time. Yeah. You're just, just like, I'm, you're just having a fucking ball. You're not hurting anyone. You're not too messy. You're actually on the dance floor in front of the DJ, just letting her know that she's doing a good job as well. Yeah. I was the hype crew for were her. You, were you happy with the music choices, bro? Yeah, I think I was. I don't really remember any of it, but. Um. Because I don't think I've ever seen the ratio of getting up next to a DJ better than yours. Like, as in, we could be at any nightclub and somehow. During the night at some point, you will be next to the DJ telling him where he's going wrong. Yeah. Well, I, I pulled myself up at the wedding for doing that. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Because um, Paul, as you know, can pump out Buster Move and Janiah Twain. Yeah. And um, he was screaming at the DJ to put Buster Move on and Cam came to the rescue and got it out of his playlist and plugged it in for him. Good job, mate. Yes. Did, he, did he rip into it? Yeah, and because Jenny knows it off by heart too, they did the duet. It was great. Oh, nice. Oh, unreal. That's it was even good. better. Fucking oath. But no, nah, that's... um, She's pretty flash, that Sanctuary Cove, the Intercontinental or whatever. You can't get much flasher than that, I don't think. So that's where it was, eh? Yeah, what? that golf course there and fucking a couple of multi-million dollar tinnies sitting in the fucking harbour. <laughs> couple of tinnies. Couple of tinnies. Yeah, happy days, mate. How good's that? No, uh, very jealous. Um, I think if it wasn't so, you know, off the back of these twins getting born, I would have been there as well. But, yeah, it's good to hear that it was a successful day, mate, and everyone had a good time. I, think yeah. I saw a few photos, man, that looked like a fucking great time. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Bull and Jenny. Yep. Congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Adams. How good's love? Oh, love's just – I love love. I love love. Do you love love, Quinn? Fucking oath. Yeah, that's the go. Big fan of love. Yeah, yeah, fucking oath. Good talk- to see some energy you're bringing, mate, because I've got fucking none. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Talk- talking about uh, love, how's Quinderella in the seven balls? Even though that's not your your actual name, I think I can't. Just, I just can't go past it. I think it. it's too good. We've got to rock it. Yeah, how- that's, that's how they approached us anyway. Oh, did competitors. they? <laughs> so was this your first competitive go? I think oh, – I was just like – we just went to the pub anyway – and we're playing pool just against each other. Yeah. And then I got spotted and was like, Quinnon, like, fucking, do you want to play us in doubles? We're like, yeah, fucking oath. Um, we put 50 down each. Yep. Um, <laughs> 50? The, yeah. Oh, 50? The pineapple. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Mick and uh, other blokes' name. He actually didn't introduce us, but we talked to him the most. But he was a very good lad. <clears throat> um, talking shit, playing pool. I hit, like, most of ours in for the start. So we had a bit of a lead. Oh, yep. Jesse had to piss. All went wrong during the piss. Uh, they came back. And then it was about, they were three balls ahead. Jesse came back from the piss, sunk them all in a row. We won. Oh, you're kidding. We're on. Just steamed um, home. We didn't accept their 50 because we're good blokes, because I think they were a bit underestimated of Quinderella and the seven balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we did say, we do drink beer. So they bought us some beers. Oh, that's so good. Mm. Good stuff. Nice work, mate. So where was that? Down the tavern. Harvey Road, yeah. Oh, Harvey Road, yep. Yeah. How would you get stuck into it after that, Bruss? Uh, yeah, we, we were going to go home because Jesse was rooted. Yeah. We had a big day. We were 
working on our like office setup for desks and shit. Mm. Um, and then, but we were like, oh, we'll give it another nudge. We went to the reef. Reef was fucking going off, but then we're like, oh, maybe a bit too much. Then we went to Central Lane and stayed there the rest of the night. Yep. I've never been there during like, you know, you usually go to Bowie's at the end, but yeah. we just went there and it was fucking good. The reef, well, didn't it, wasn't the industry nightclub at some point? Down the bottom. And did that get mm. shut down or like, is it all just up top? Yeah. Um, it's like, you can drink down the bottom at the sports bar mm. and there were like a few people there doing that and then upstairs you know you got bowling etc yeah yeah um oh which, sorry central lane, yeah. central yeah, lane yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah which was good like it had good tunes up there and shit and a pool table so we played one game there too nice fucked around yeah good, good. stuff you're gonna Stuck have to you're work. gonna be starting to carry around a briefcase with like a collapsible pool cue <laughs> <laughs> just so one can't call yes. you out <laughs> like folding on, half just, like a sword <laughs> yeah yeah like the telescope fucking <laughs> <laughs> no good stuff yeah, I... Uh, How did you go, to, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Went down to fucking uh, Brizzy to watch the Dolphins-Broncos game. Tell you what, mate, that was a fucking great experience. The game went off. Um, we were bees dick off again with fucking our predictions sort of thing. Um, Hammer scored a try about four minutes late, and yep. I thought they were going to get it, the Dolphins. But, um, yeah, Katoni Staggs with a runaway try at the end to fucking to seal it. But, mate, what an atmosphere to be at. Um, shout out to the Blue Bet lads for fucking flying us down there and putting us up, man. That The corporate box experience was um, unreal. Like, I haven't really been to – I've been to some live events like the Origin and stuff and obviously the UFC, but haven't really been, you know, wined and dined like that, I suppose. You go up there and there's some pretty hard hitters up in the box and, you know, you're going, <laughs> holy fuck, right, eh? And the, but just, just where it was and being able to walk around, go down to your seat and have a look, it was, uh, it was great. And you're so, – Caught up with fucking the bloody billion beers, boys. Yeah, the BBB lads. Uh, Dars and Klutz. Yep. S- saw the boys. Dars actually picked me up from the airport in the morning, the legend, and what took a me weapon. out. Yeah, took me out for um, for some brekkie at some little fucking side cafe. You know, the locals always know, mate. You yep. would have never, never found it. But uh, took me in there and uh, had a feed with him. He actually, he was in a predicament, the poor bloke. He, um, his, it was his mother-in-law's birthday. Oh, no. Right? And... A couple of months before, his missus has said, like, oh, you're doing anything this weekend? And he's like, oh, no. Nah. She's like, right, oh, well, I booked us a house for the mother-in-law's birthday down wherever it was. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then said something about this weekend. And he's like, yeah, we got the, you know, the um, Battle of Brisbane. The boys are coming down. She's like, oh, we got mum's birthday. Oh. So he got put in this position where it's like, you know, the missus goes, you can go if you want. Oh, oh. <laughs> now, he made a great decision for his relationship. However, not so much for all the boys because, yeah. like, he'll probably cop it about that for a while. But in saying that, we don't suck his dick. So he's probably made a long-term great decision. Yeah. He copped it that day. But, you know, longevity-wise, probably smart. So he had Brecky and then yeah, sent, had, sent you on your way. Mate, had Brecky drop me on Caxton Street like a true gentleman and then – um off he went, so that was good. But, yeah, me and Klutz got stuck into a few at the Caxton afterwards and stuff. Yep. Um, it was good fun buzzing around the Caxton prior to the game, you know, having a few beers and shit. Um, during the game, like, I I was really invested in the game, so I didn't really drink that much while I was there. I had a few beers, but sort of sobered up a little bit. And then you go to the Caxton after, 
and it's so packed. Like it's so packed. You know how New Year's level packed where you can't really yep. yeah. can't really get a drink and everyone Australia who's already stuff. yeah, everyone who's already fucked up, you just can't really get into it. And um it was still it was still good bumping into people and that, but ended up going upstairs where all the players and that were, the Bronx players. And um went home out of shower, got out of my Dolphins jersey so I didn't get king it. And um <laughs> and yeah, went up there. And um yeah, I don't know, bit arrogant, eh? The fucking old Broncos players. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sort of because I've never been one to go like. There's the players. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to go up and be like, hey mate, like yeah, go out of your yeah. way because I'm like, they don't want to meet me. Whatever, like good I used on to em. play, <laughs> good on them or whatever. But anyway, like like I said, Tony Staggs makes that massive fucking run and scores a try. Anyway, I'm I'm there at the bar upstairs at the Caxton. Katoni's right next to me, and I thought, oh, I'll just say like. Good work, brother. Yeah. I was just saying, hey, mate, that was unreal at the end there. Fucking awesome try. The cunt didn't even turn his head or say anything. He just looked straight forward and just totally ignored me. Oh, no. And I just thought, fuck you, cunt. Yeah. Like, that is, you treat the janitor with the same respect as you treat the CEO, brother. Fuck you. Yeah. You know, I just thought, nah, that's me, fucking, like, as in in that area. Because I'm like, oh, I'll go up and check it out. But I'm like, I'm not dealing with a bunch of arrogant cunts. So I'd, I'd hate that. Like, maybe yeah. if, like, footy's your main thing and that was your favourite player and you finally got to go. And I'm like, lucky I don't give a fuck about you or yeah, the whole yeah. club, but I just sort of go up and check it out and then had a drink, went down, and it turns out um, Matty King was in town, so I went and had a few with those boys. Oh, nice, yeah. But, um, yeah, it just, it just proves, eh, that you're just like, do you need to be an arrogant? Like, I wasn't expecting, like, hey, bro, how you doing? Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. But even, like, a side nod or something, like, as in... Cheers, mate. Or Cheers, Russell, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck you, cunts. Because the the thing is, man, um, in NRL, like they they're fucking good, well paid at the moment. But an NRL qu- uh, career is pretty short. You mm. know, you probably got about ten years, like till you're probably you know early thirties to mid thirties. Yeah. And if you're a centre, unless you're one of the greats, you're probably going to be a fucking truck driver after that, cunt. So I'd fucking uh, chuck. <laughs> Treating people a bit nicer. Or work on your lip game and become something with your voice. Yeah, well, that's right. But, I mean, like, normally it's the fucking most popular blokes in the game that go into commentary and stuff like that. But all I'm trying to say is, like, don't be an arrogant cunt for no reason because you don't know where it's going to end up later on in life, bud. How much head noise will those blokes get? Oh, what, the... I mean, a star footy player. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, they'd have people coming up to them all the time, but it was just one of those situations where I was like, yeah, that didn't need to happen. No. But um, great night all up, though. You know, went out, like I said, met up with Matty King. We're going to um, his Bucks party in a few weeks. Adelaide, aren't you? Adelaide. I haven't, I haven't been to Adelaide as an adult partying. Like, I mean, my yeah. pop used to live there. And yeah, used I've to never go. been to South Australia. We, um, ordering piss is a whole different ball game. Ordering, yeah, like schooners aren't schooners. They're like pints. If you want a pint, you got to get an imperial pint. Shit oh, like that. righto. Yeah. So you got to do some research before you go, bro. Yeah, copy, righto. Yeah. Get fucking stuck into our work down there. But yeah, reach out if you're from Adelaide. Like, let us know what the uh, what the go is. Like, where the fucking prime spots are to go. Because yeah, a few mm. weeks time, I'll be peppering Adelaide. Getting <laughs> I thought stuck I was just gonna pepper that carpet then. What? What? Are you <laughs> <laughs> fucking reflux, I tell you. you. Got a bit of heartburn, bros. Next Monday, I promise I'll be sober, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they'd want that. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, well, at least you're fucking getting... Um... I pretty much did my first 24-hour fast without um, 
Without even wanting to do it? Oh, true. I yeah. think I had a <laughs> toast and ham and cheese croissant about 8 o'clock yesterday. <laughs> Bloody Mary, yet. No, 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 yesterday oh. I was driving, I'm driving home. Yeah. And then didn't eat anything until this morning. Yeah, yeah, righto. So, um, <laughs> are yeah. you feeling good? No. <laughs> I thought I was actually just going to have to fucking pause then for a bit. I'll tell you what, um, staying up across from the Caxton there where they put us up at the, I think it's Gambaro, I'm pretty sure it's called, or it's something with a G on Caxton Street. Is that a bar or? No, the, the hotel. Oh, hotel, there. yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. You know you're staying at a fly, a flash joint when the shit paper in the lobby is better quality than it is at home. Yeah, it's a good sign. Oh, cool. great first sign. Went to blow me back out in the lobby. Oh, Thought, fly, Here we fly go. ply. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> fucking, I was about to hit the freckle with a bit of plastic bag action. One <laughs> ply. Boom. Soft as a fucking pillow. I thought, well, that's a good start. That's Looking song. after me, Freckle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that was uh, – what a great location, though, like on the Caxton. Literally fucking go up there and just dart across the road. Like if I was drunk – Did you end up in the valley or anything? All the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went in there after the Caxton, after fucking dealing with the arrogant cunts upstairs and then heading down. It was like – it was such a good feeling, though, going from upstairs back down and just the pit of good cunts. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Nice. Even though there were so many people there, I was just like, this is my crowd. Fucking See, I would, have, I would have struggled probably more than you being up the top there going, I don't know who the fuck you are, I don't know who you are. No, nah, no, nah, well, like, I, and it was more like klutzy and that were up there too, so yeah, I was good oh, seeing sweet, the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just seeing the fuckers cruising around the shoulders back and the chin up and I was just like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> just, I was like, get me back to some normality. Like, back they probably would be speaking to me because I'd be just carrying on going, who's this fuck with Yeah, <laughs> you'd have been lipping at him. <laughs> yeah. But, um. No, it was it was good getting back down into the normal crowd. But yeah, great, great location, great experience all up. Like flew in Friday morning, flew back Saturday. What yep. a fucking great just a great thing all around. So good little turnaround for you. Yeah, shout out to everyone I fucking um I saw there. But overall though, the Caxton is just a great pub. It know? is. Yeah, it's just a, one of those iconic venues, you know, and um I'm a massive fan of it. But uh it's it's one of those things I suppose you'd get used to being like it being that packed if you were from there, you know, or, or used to that. And I think you'd just get really pissed before you go. So you didn't have to rely on lining you know, up. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was, uh, it was good stuff. Boys. One thing I've been seeing getting around at the moment is the mullet. Yes. The mullet's fucking uh, coming back. There's one under the hat to me fucking left. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I might give him a little fucking look at it here. It's fully shaved in. If you want to get <laughs> get stuck into that, work on my dome. Show us the front of your head. It's like Avatar at the front. <laughs> Ang. Yeah. <laughs> Ang. <laughs> yeah, that's Maccas. So um, shout out to McDonald's and my father for uh, the genetics there. But, um, yeah, so mullet season is fully in swing, boys. There you are. So I sort of, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Shout out to Ang. I'll do some photoshopping with that shit. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's like, because I did this sort of mohawk thing at the start, then I just had to hit a point where I just said, shave it in to the missus. She said, what, just a line? I said, yep. And yeah. she goes, can I fade it? Can I just fade it a bit? I said, don't you dare fade it. <laughs> so then <laughs> that was the last one. And then this one, I've sort of gone the slight mohawk into the mullet. But anyway, I'm, I'm finding my feet. I'm finding my feet in the mullet game. But because it is mullet season, boys, 
I thought we would run the trendsetters through a bit of a history on the mullet. Okay. Here we go. Oh. So the hairstyle was first worn by French fashion guru Henri Mollet in the early 70s. The Mollet did not see much light apart from in the French underground dance scene. Oh, of course. <laughs> Until it was resurrected by popular television personalities such as Pat Sharp. The world having been anglicised by, uh, by this point to the mullet. So... There you go, boys. French underground dance scene. What the fuck is that? What is an underground dance scene? That's massive in um, Paris and that. Yeah. yeah. Like, but by underground, I thought underground sort of meant like illegal or naughty. Like, as in, I can't see how a dance scene is. You know what I mean? Well, a lot of those. Um... So that's just proper, just like rave sort of shit, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah, it does underground mean illegal, like those factory parties well, and stuff like that, the say. factory raves. Like the French underground dance. But I know, like a lot of Paris and stuff, they have those underground bars. Yeah, and mm. they stay open till like seven. Yeah, like mm. proper creatures coming out of there. So when I read that, mate, it made me laugh. Because even not even knowing what it means, that sounds just unreal, the French underground dance scene. Like you can just imagine some cunts getting stuck into their work for probably 72 hours. Oh, just techno. If I could just guess, just off of those words put together. Just sweat. Just sweat and chemicals. Sweat and cat. <laughs> sweat and cat. <laughs> Shout out to sweat and cat. But, yeah, so that's the history of where it originated, boys, although that is where it originated. Do we think it's Australian? It has to be. We've it taken to, it on pretty strong. I think we've taken it over. Like the mullet hairstyle has been a global, has seen a global resurgence, but many in Australia claim that it's a cultural icon. And yeah, I agree. I reckon we own the mullet, pretty much. But um, I found this video on BBC News, so that's where you can find it on their website. And I've shortened it up a little bit so you can have a listen. But yeah, have a listen to this video from BBC News. It's about the history of the mullet in Australia. It's iconic. It's a part of the Australian culture. See, the other countries, they try to do It's not the same. A fashion mullet is a haircut. An Australian mullet is a way of life. I think it's got something to do with a bit of the rat bag in us. Australians love mullets because we consider ourselves to be larrikins, and the history of the larrikin is a very interesting thing. The larrikins used fashion as a form of rebellion, and the mullet really can be seen in Australia to be a descendant from the extreme self-made hairstyles of the larrikins. The meaning of the mullet here very much linked to Australianness, to flamboyance that we enjoy celebrating. So in the 21st century, the mullet represents a kind of fond, ironic reclamation of an Australian identity past. I think everybody went mad through lockdown. A lot of people getting their own haircuts at home and not having to go out as much. You go straight back to the larrikins, they cut their own hair. What happened when we were all in lockdown? We cut our own hair. I think all the footy and AFL players definitely helps everyone starting to get a mullet. They're looking at their icons on the TV and they're like, oh, they've got a mullet. I think I might have one too. Since everyone on social media has been getting them, it's just picked up and now everyone wants one. You just see them everywhere now. It's good. They're the sickest thing you could ever have as a haircut. The competition is not so much about the dodgy plastic trophy. It's about having fun and, and representing the Aussie spirit. 
I think that part of the uptake is kind of cultural muscle memory. Rocked it then, rocking it now. I like it. Everyone else says they love it, so it's good. As a fashion statement, it'll wane again <laughs> for the people who are just dipping their toes in the water. For the people who are dyed in the wool, it'll be there forever. To be honest, I don't think I'll get it cut off. I'll go grey with it, so yeah. <laughs> How good's that? Just hearing a few people getting stuck into their work. <laughs> I do love the mullet. Yeah, it's fucking, it's, it's, it's unreal, mate. So I wanted to ask you. Yeah. What would it take you to grow one with me? I'd do it. I reckon the missus will kill me, but. But what can, what do you reckon we'll need to well, get it's a bit like, um, is my dick getting sucked or not? So I'd have to have a chat. You have to, because I was going to say, like, if it took us this, like, what. Like I'm happy to throw the hat around even to, to, to for you to grow because you, unlike people, are genetically blessed I am with genetically... Asian straight hair. Yeah. So like my mullet's yeah. going to be a bit like fucking. Oh mate, I keep forgetting the name of Tropic Thunder, the bomb guy. Um. I'm yeah. Saying, do you know the um dude off fucking um. Oh, and he shoots old mate Danny? Danny Lawrence. Lawrence. Danny McBride. Yeah, that dude. So I'm I'm probably going to be running like a Danny McBride style mullet where Cam could go the full Joe Dirt. Oh, <laughs> yeah, full Joe Dirt. Yeah, Owen fucking, Wilson. Your dead set could. So I'll have to go back, have a chat to Cass, even if she gives us a time frame we can work with because, mm. like, it's for content. That's you know, right. I mean, this is your job now. Like, okay. the, you knock back the dook because you're in this, like, you said, oh, you know, I'm running meetings and that. I can't be running the dook and shit. And I was like, I copped it. Yeah. But I don't know how I could cop you not, get, not getting on with us now. Even if, it's, even if it's till a date and we shave it off for charity or something. Yeah. Might have to fucking give her a call up. All right, cool. Even if we, imagine if we called her live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we'll, I we'll get back to I guarantee you her it. at work now, that'd be funny as because you'd be like, Fuck what the, off! What do you fucking want? <laughs> so we'll get we'll get back to it um, next episode. You reckon? Yeah, we'll see what we can make transmitters next week. We'll fucking we'll get back to you because I think we could uh, we could really start something here. But um, mate, I wanted to go through the most famous of them that we, that we've fucking seen, you know. Yep. And I reckon uh, Billy Ray Cyrus would have to be one of the best ones, Queen. If you if you're listening along, Google Billy Ray Cyrus mullet. And uh, gets get have a go at that. Hoi yeah! Fuck, that is impressive. <laughs> that I don't is... think I've ever seen him, mate. How how is that, bud? Like that is just unreal, isn't it? That is good. This is another good one, Quinn. Yep. Google Andre Agassi mullet. He was a tennis player. Went bald in his later days, but have a go. At... Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That is shocking. Oi, it, it, Please it, tell me I did play tennis yeah, with it. Yeah, bro. Look oh, at him. Oh, that's prime. <laughs> wow. Look at that fucking bandana. <laughs> yeah, people, oh. if you're listening, Google Andre Agassi mullet, and it is, I think that's the filthiest I've ever seen. Put um the bodyguard of the King of the Cross in mullet. King of the Cross mullet? Would that bring that it up? That new series. Hold on. Because, yeah, I was thinking, like, you know, obviously there's Joe Dirt and stuff, but I was just like I wanted to get some real-life people that have just rocked it. And that Andre Agassi, oh, have a go at that. Oh, yeah, keep going. Is that him? Oh, it's sort of like him. That might be the real photo of him. Wow. Because it's yeah. um, more based on it. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. Mate, it is fucking unreal. Is it? What is it called? 
The King of the Cross. King of the Cross. Is so that it's all, it it's all the it's all about the Abrahams um, from oh, yeah. King like King's yeah, Cross okay, in yeah. Sydney. There it is. There, the last King of the Cross. Yeah, right. It's fucking. Yeah, my have to give notch. it a watch. And is there's it good a... Aussie humour in it. There's Ezra. He's like mm. like the gang boss, like sort of leader. No one fucks with him, but he just. He'll just like start talking about something else and they're just blowing up why they shouldn't be killing this bloke or whatever. Yeah. He'll just say all this like real dry humor. It's funny. Yeah, prime. Is it uh is it a series or Yeah, a series. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think cool. it's about seven episodes. It's on Paramount Plus. Yeah. Nice. No, good stuff. But those are a couple of just the iconic ones, like when I was doing a bit of research, mate, that I don't know if you could beat Andre Agassi in his prime. Definitely not. I don't know if I want one that dirty either. No, that, that was <laughs> filthy, holy. <laughs> That's what I would pay probably over a grand to see you with. But <laughs> you you couldn't do that if you tried, though. It'd be too – like, that's too frizzy. No, eh? mine would just literally just... run a straight level on it. Oh, mate, I would love to see that flicking. Imagine that as your power burping. Like just maybe get, type in straight-haired mullet. Straight-haired mullet. Well, Joe Dirt's probably pretty, up there. Which, yeah. if you look in Joe Dirt mullet, that's pretty, pretty straight. Because like you'd be up there with I reckon top one percent straight hair. Oh yeah. Like you're dead set on par with the Asians. Look at that. That is. Yeah, it'd be dirty. It, <laughs> it'd be Joe Dirty. <laughs> look at those fucking sideburns. Joe Dirt. Hey. Old David Spade. Oh wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. But current great mullets at the moment, before we fucking move on in sport, and it's re- like I reckon they're really making a move to bring it back, like across all sports, like Cameron Smith in the golf. Yep. He's got a fucking lovely one there. Not too over the top. He just gets fucking stuck in. Um, Bailey Smith in the AFL has got an absolute ripper. Um, oh, Toby no, that's Price. starting to look fucking pretty filthy. Yeah, it is. It? That's Cameron Smith we're talking about. Yeah. Fuck. It's good, eh? Go Bailey Smith next, uh, Quinn. <laughs> yeah, that's he suits that bloke. Look he does, him. eh? That's flowing, isn't it? It yeah. almost makes mullets hot. Yeah, like, like they're the sort of blokes who are turning it into a trend, I think. Fuck, surely he'd um, be out of um, pick a few women. Yeah, that's right. Um, Toby Price, obviously. Yeah, he's, he's been rocking one for a fair while. Um, yeah, Toby Price. He's just fucking rogue. As have a go at the bloke. That's a manly mullet if I've seen one. Um, have a go at Josh Papali'i. Now this is this goes other end. This pulls no women, but this is the sort of style that I'm like. It's it's full on. <laughs> Look at that! Holy shit! <laughs> And bird's then nest. to finish off, Ryan Puppenhausen, Tino for Sulamala Aoi, Keon Kolomatungi, Ryan Grant in the A-League soccer. There's a few other ones, but pretty much the boys are getting stuck in and, um, yeah, I'm keen to keen for mullet season. I think a big bust of Kurds jumping on. in the F1? Yeah, oh, surely. Surely. Surely there would be. Like, I didn't or know. Or too classy you're not, like, you're not allowed to? Mate, I literally Googled mullets in sport and worked my way through and got that list in about five minutes. So, like, I'm sure there's some other great ones out there. But, yeah. you know, I'm just I'm just saying I think it's in. It's mullet season. And I think we should all fucking join the, join the fucking surge. <laughs> just, I, I am keen. Yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things, as an Australian, you should go through a phase in your life, the mullet phase. Oh, it definitely. doesn't have to be long, but I you I did shouldn't. it the whole fucking primary school. <laughs> was that by choice? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a point where my fucking hair was growing longer at the back. Yeah. Well, I think you should go through a phase by choice in your life. By choice. We Well, we did long hair. 
We did do we did do long two hair. and a half years. Yeah. That's right. But anyway, so we'll get back to you next week. But I reckon we, if we can get the Cambodian across the line, then there's a fun uh, fun few months to be out here at Alpha Blokes HQ. Fucking <laughs> oh. What about you, Quint? I've never had one. You, you open um, to it? Yeah, I'm open to really <laughs> fucking anything. Yeah. So, yeah, um, sweet. I'm just... Don't leave yourself that open. No. I'm open to everything. Because <laughs> um, I haven't touched it since I shaved it all off yeah. at New Year's Eve, so... It's an open Will you have a Tom-style with... mullet? Yeah, I think we have similar-looking sort of hair. Yeah. You probably have a Danny McBride style as well. Yeah, probably something yeah. like that. So that would be good. Imagine me and Quindarella steaming down the airport in slow motion mm. and you've just got the dirt in the middle, like yeah. just the flowing <laughs> straight with a couple of curlies either side of you. <laughs> but I'd be in the same boat as Cambodian. I'd have to consult. The powers that be. Well, I'll leave it to you, boys, but it's a pretty important piece of the next few months of content. So if mm. you just bring that up with them, just tell them how important it is to the whole community. Like, there could be a fucking riot. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if you come back next week and be like, nah, sorry, she shut it down. Like, the boys are going to go off. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, leave, I'll just leave that with you. I'm not, right. not going to let the boys cock block me, but. No, oi, oi, that's fair enough. That is fair enough. But I just feel like she should at least give us an amount of time. Oh, definitely. You know what I mean? Even I if you grow, I think that's fair. Even if you grow your whole hair out for a while and then we shave it in so it's a fun month with it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, definitely not. No, I have to do what you do. Yeah, yeah, just go no, for the start. Not, I do not want long hair again, really. Yeah, right. All right, well, have a definitely chat. Definitely in this fucking heat. Quinn, have a chat as well. Yes, and I will. We'll get, and we'll get back to the trendsetters next week, but I really hope we can make it happen. Boys, one thing I've been enjoying is getting stuck into my work on the barbecue. The confidence is fucking back and I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying getting stuck in at the moment and it brings up a bit of a, a chat that I wanted to have with you and it's about cooking dinners. We're all uh, married. Well, not all married, but we've all got a partner, live with them. How do you boys do the cooking in your houses? Like, do you take turns? Do you have a night each? Do you do it all when it's your turn? What happens? What's Talk to me. Well, for me, I do most of the cooking, but obviously there's certain meals that the missus can nail that I can't, mm-hmm. and then she'll maybe do them. Yeah, good stuff. Work that, your strengths. That's about a 95 to a percent rating that I cook first. Yeah. But that's, is that because, like, you enjoy cooking? Yeah, more? Like, yeah, and she doesn't enjoy cooking at all. So, yeah. 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 What about you, Quinn? Uh, so there's three of us in the house. Mm. Um, we've got a whiteboard on the fridge. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, etc. All the days of the week. We usually go two nights each a week, one night pub and or takeaway. Love yeah. that. So, yeah. So we'll just pick like, it depends on like what someone's doing. Like Jesse will go play touch on Monday, so he won't cook on Monday, etc. Yeah. Um, I always do I always do tacos on Tuesday, so nice. I always know I'm cooking Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and then I'll usually go like, you give yourself a bit of a break and then go Friday or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. That's a good fucking way of doing it, eh? Mm, At least you know you just, you just put in some effort for those couple of times and then you're sweet, aren't you? Yeah, correct. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I nice. want to start trademarking Taco Tuesdays again because most of the time that would be once a week. That's something the missus will cook Yeah, tacos. It is Kate, good, isn't it? Yeah. Kate has been away. Um, with So Jesse and I have been pounding seafood and yep. I made fish tacos and it was fucking unreal. Yeah, like, good stuff. Yeah. What do you boys get into with your tacos? Do you like the hard shell, soft shell, corn chips? Like, what do you use? Um, what do you do? I like them both, but most of the time I like the hard. Or just get that one kit, cast yep. like soft, or like hard. 
Yep. Nice. A bit like how I live life. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like frying those tortillas, but Ugh. you know, you like fry them up with mm, the, the yeah, cheese yeah. and the fucking. Yeah. Nice. I wonder if, like, how much of a minority I'm in here because, like, I don't run either of them. I've always just bought a, ba- um, a bag of fucking Doritos and I literally run, like, Nachos. Like, yeah, nachos. Like layer of fucking Doritos and then put everything that you'd put in a taco on top and just have a big mountain of food. That's how I've always done the Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. I just fucking love it. Brings that crunch. It's all on the one plate. You're not going back and making one every three seconds, you know. I'm going. very about, um, I think the missus gets the shits, but I'll make every one of my hard tacos, all five, and then I'll go sit down. Good stuff. I fucking I think that's a reason why I got away from it, like the fiddling all all between and shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, those what about those boats that they make? It's like a soft thing. Yeah, you know? I don't like them. I don't rate them. Yeah. Do you like them? Oh, like I said, man, I just smash me fucking same way I do things every time, but yeah. it's not like I don't like the others. I just found a thing that works and I'm very big on once I find that thing, stick it to it. Yeah, just stick to it. Except haircuts. Yeah, yeah, I've had a few of those rippers. Well, I just feel like when you've got a rough dome, you may as well have a play. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Polish a turd. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's no point polishing a turd, so fucking be the turd. Embrace the turd. You know, so that's just what I'm doing with me fucking hairs. But um, what, what that come about, though, is because, like, um, like I said, I'm getting confident on the barbecue, but... The missus and I are doing the similar thing with you, Quinn, where we'll have, like, you know, one of us cooks dinners, but <clears throat> the whole dinner. Because, yep. like, what I was getting into the habit of, daddy, get the meat, season it all up and go outside. And I've pretty much do that and then leave the missus to steam some veggies <laughs> yeah, or something yeah. inside. Yeah. And she was like, Oi, you can't just do the fucking meat. And I was like, right, fair enough. I've got away with it for a while. But then I'm like, but. I don't want to take away from what I love doing. Like, I love being out on the barbecue, being outside, getting it all happening. And I'm like, shout out to sideburners, baby. So I've been, you know, steaming some veggies on the side, on the sideburner there. A bit of broccolini and stuff. I'll do a bit of searing off with a bit of fucking soy sauce nice. on, on the pan after. Yep. And, um, you know, bring everything outside to make the mashed potatoes and shit. So being, uh, you know, making it all happen outside on the barbie because that's me happy place. I just like being out there. I don't like going inside to cook for some reason. I just fucking, you know, I don't know what about it that it is, but I just yeah, like I need to. I'd like to get out in the veranda a bit more, but I need to fucking put a few more bulbs back in. A few bulbs. Oh, she's dark. Yeah, out there. she's dark out on the veranda. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, but um, yeah. So adapt and overcome, but yeah, really been fucking enjoying cooking at the moment. Like the other day, man. Like I was saying, I think another episode. Um, the in-laws got a couple of killers done, like a, a pig. And a cow. And we yep. got some meat on that and bought a tucker box freezer. So it's been good getting some meat out, you know, defrosting some meat and getting stuck into it. And because I've always been a bit of a tight ass with the steak, like we had a big thing at eye fillet that we defrosted the other day. And I'm like, oh, stop it. Here we go. Let's get stuck into this. And I did a bit of exp- an experiment because I love seasoning me meat and that. But <clears throat> I find when you get like a really good quality cut of steak – it's almost like you put less seasoning on it because you want to let the meat do the, you know, the talking, the flavour of the meat and stuff like that. Yep. So I sort of did a couple. I seasoned some with just a little bit of salt and pepper, then I put a rub on it. And um, they were both good, but, yeah, I think I like less is more, like when it comes to a good quality cut of meat. Yep. How have you gone about that? Like that well, style of thing. I feel it used to be my favourite back in the day. Now it's my least favourite. Yep. 
I reckon this has got no flavour. Because mm. there's no fat in it. Yeah. So now, I don't know, I just love T-bone or fucking ribeye or sirloin or something like that. Yeah. But it, it is nice every now and again if you're used to eating rump and, and steak that's a little bit, um, I suppose, not as tender. Yeah. Like the yeah. I feel it's nice to touch on oh, every very, now and again. very tender. So, um, but yeah. So it was funny too, like, because we had a heap of it, the kids had I feel it for dinner. Mm. Like, here's a three-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old or whatever eating <laughs> I fillet steak. And when I served it up to him, I nearly said, if you don't eat that, I'll fucking knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> but as as you could expect, they were just drilling it. Oh, like, nice. oh they love it. Yeah. Oh, they loved it. But, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good getting into me steak and cooking it on the grill as well, that flame grill fucking flavour. I, I think it just adds to it, doesn't it? But so you reckon sirloin and that, like, or rib fillet's your favourite? Yeah, I reckon, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good mixture, like you said, between, like, tenderness and flavour. Like, porterhouse and sirloin, I like it. Just because you can cut it off thin. Yeah. It's fucking perfect, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Quino? I'm a, I like sirloin too because, yeah, you, you can cut your strips and it's pretty versatile with, like, meals you can do. Yeah. I, I think it's just good all around. And if I, if I go out and have, like, a nice dinner, I'll go rib fillet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's always pretty good too. And the old rib fillet, you can sort of get a whole piece and cut your own, can't you? Like I know a lot of the times people do that if they're going away or something. Yeah, cry back at all. Or if they're on special or some shit like that. Yeah. It's always a winner. What do you reckon we might um, hit in with the alpha news? Because the people yeah. have spoken. That's and this right. is what I'm liking about this new trendsetters group on Facebook. There's not as many fuckwits that have no idea what's going on. So people are more likely to say, hey, lads. I'm missing this, or I used to like to do this. And there was, a, so there was a post up saying that they miss the old Alpha News. And people spoke up and said, yep, we used to like that as well. So, uh, you know, we yeah, listened. that was a good reminder because no, um, I don't know why we really stopped doing it. We just sort of transitioned and went away from it. But, yeah, um, but I, I think it's a good thing to cover a bit of the most important stuff going on in the world at the time. And obviously we're not going to talk about the rain in Gladstone. <laughs> like we're going to fucking see if we can find a little bit of something going on around the world or around, you know, where we are at the moment that's entertaining to talk about. So yes, um, that caught our eye. Let's cross over to the newsroom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm bringing it back. Alpha News, baby. <laughs> so I think uh, that might have to get changed after this episode so we don't get hit by Pendulum for a lawsuit. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Pendulum because that's awesome. Um, so the Burktown Floods boys happened a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Blind Man Dan is in and around that scene at the moment helping some um, like road trains and stuff get down there with um, like loads of hay and, and items and that to help out. Yep. And um, on his socials, if you go and follow that, um, he's got some links in that where you can donate if you want to help that cause. Because um, I think there was like a lot of... Um, where is Burktown? Where's that? Where's it say here? Rural Queensland is prepping for major flooding following the highest river levels seen in the state since the record-breaking March 2011 floods. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there's a lot of damage there at the moment, man. Apparently a lot of a lot of cattle lost, people in, um, oh. people in some trouble. So... I just think if we can help, you know, get around those sort of causes. And like I said, I don't know if there's other 
areas you can go to donate all. I know he's been like following Blind Man Dan on the socials. Yeah. And um, he's got a lot of stuff in his links. He'll be down there the next couple of weeks helping them out. So, you know, every every bit of help we can give these people who have just fucking copped it, especially in rural places like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like in the it's, Mount Isa district, it says here. Yeah. So there you go. So <laughs> Very rural. Yep. Middle of bumfuck. So it's hard for those guys to get help as it is, like being oh, so definitely. far away. So, you know, the more people can give and help. Um, might even talk to Blind Man Dan and see if we can put a bit of a link up on our story when this comes out, you know, for anyone wanting to chip in and help those guys. Yep. Um, one other thing I got here, which is fucking hectic, I was reading last night, is um, there was a man shot by police in northern Queensland after a four-hour siege. Yeah, so this right. is on the Nine, Nine News website. <clears throat> so I reckon tensions have flared in a grieving community in Queensland's far north after police shot a 27-year-old man dead, ending a four-hour siege. The fatal shooting in the remote town of Mariba near Cairns is now at the centre of an uh, independent investigation. Police were called to an address on Love Street about 11.30am yesterday after reports a man had threatened self-harm. It's alleged that a 27-year-old man was armed with a knife, refusing to allow a female to leave the property. Uh, Police accused the man of charging towards them and shot him dead at 3.30pm yesterday. Despite given CPR, he died at the scene. That's pretty fucking hectic. You don't really expect that, like, being in Australia or whatever. I know there is guns and shit, but you just don't... Like, imagine if that happened a couple of houses down or something. If you heard carrying on, the cops were there next minute, our mates running out the front, just get shot down. Like, yeah, a pretty yeah. fucking loose thing to experience, wouldn't it? It's such a thing that's, like, Imagine not, being on the clock. Yeah. Imagine being a cop on the clock, but going... All right, I'm going to need some real patience here. 3.30, I'm meant to knock at 4. Oh. <laughs> right home, come on out. My biggest thing, though, is like mm. they go through training, right, and they'd be like, okay, this yeah. is what happens in this situation. And, you know, it's all good in training, but until you get a bloke with a knife running at you and you've got to make the call to shoot him. You know, right. and, and now they're going to cop so much shit about, oh, did you need to kill him, rah, rah, and it's like, oh, when there's someone running at, running at you with a knife, I'm like – Allegedly, if he had a knife, there's an impending investigation going on. So, you know, this is what we're reading. But what are they supposed to do, man? Like, what do you shoot him in the legs? You might miss and then he stabs you. Yeah. I just feel like it'd be a fucking hard call to make. They would a, have their proper, you reckon they'd have that proper training where you go, when it's a knife and they're still 100%, like mate. 100 metres out, you do kneecaps or. Oh, who knows? Mm. Like, I don't know what the protocol would be, but obviously that'd be a massive part of their training. Yeah. Because, you know, but. um. Yeah, so that's pretty fucking wild, though. Sure, yeah. Sure would have been hectic at the time. What do you boys uh, got? Crossing over to Quinn. Do you want me to? I'll go. You can go, mate. All right. Okay. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> this is classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a big um, Navy ship, well, not a Navy ship, but a big vessel that crashed and three blokes were rescued recently yeah. in Queensland waters, I think. And it had... Tons of cocaine in it. <laughs> now, this isn't even the best part. This is like the before story. Is this the one in WA? It may be. I'll have a look. Yeah. Man on the run for six weeks from this incident has been found after he put an Uber Eats order under his own name. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a wanted man who led police on a six-week hunt has been arrested after ordering Uber Eats under his own name to a Perth address. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate Stipinovic is the third person to be arrested in an investigation sparked by the rescue of the three men who were found clinging to an esky in the sea off Western Australia last month. 
Police said Stiknovich was last night found in a secret compartment beneath a spa on the back patio, allegedly with a loaded gun in a bag beside him. There you go. Wow. So the only reason he got busted was because he ordered Uber Eats to his own name. 365 kilograms of coke on the vessel. Wow. (laughs) Can you write up, can you write up three, what is it, 365 kilos? kilos. Can you put that street Street value? value? Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. That is a lot. Someone's in the shit for that. (laughs) Holy shit. I'll try find it. Yeah. Wow, because that's that's drama. Well, that's so South, what, South Australia, four hundred and sixteen kilos of cocaine. So did that um, did that ship go down? Did it? Yeah. Green log, and then they were all floating. Yeah. So prices of coke in WA are going to skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, allegedly. Let's see if we can get a figure from this other one. Wow. So what's this one? The 416, 416 of cocaine in South Australia. 166 mil. So Gee, 365 would be, what, 130-ish, you'd think? 120. Holy fuck. Heck, that's an um, expensive Mexican. Mm. Someone's in the sheet over that. <laughs> well, yeah, um, my new story was um, no more sanity. Well, no. I think it might be... I think it might be two storefronts, or they've gone too. But um, end of an era. End of an era. Like I remember, um, Blockbuster. You go in and get DVDs and stuff on the weekend. Mm. But I remember when there was the VCR and it changed over to DVDs. Yeah. And I'd say my parents were onto it, but as a kid, just walking in there, just going, "Oh no, well we can't even hire anything because we haven't got a DVD player yet." We still got the VCR. Yeah. So we had to go out and get the double up when they did those ones when it, I think LG was the brand that do DVDs and VCR. Yeah, right. But, but that was just a huge change for me in my childhood, just going, holy. Yeah, it's a very specific change too, eh? Like on our age, where, where we were going through those years of our life or whatever. Yeah. We went through the proper, I think we had a bit of everything like um, the Discman. Discman, yeah. We had the Discman, the fucking, then was the MP3. Uh, I think that was before us. Well, well I didn't have one. I of used those. to listen to dads like one of Bruce Springfield, um, whatever the fuck it was. Springsteen. Springsteen, yeah. yeah. Yes. Born in the USA. Yeah, yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, but I, I definitely had a discman and shit and like just. <laughs> Weren't they shit? <laughs> yeah, but you go through like the whole sanity thing. I remember going into the store and you could put the earphones on and listen. Like, yep. you know, the ones on the wall and you could click the fucking songs and shit. But yeah, I suppose it was only a matter of time, wasn't it? Yeah. sanity but, sort of went under. I was still buying like. So fresh CDs or like, um, I don't know, whatever party ones, Wild Ant, what were some other ones? Mm. When we were doing our apprenticeship with yeah. the six-stacker. Yeah, that's right. It was still fully in the fucking swing of it, wasn't it? Yeah. So I reckon in January, Sanity announced they would close their last 50 stores in Australia by the end of April. And a month ahead of that deadline, the two final stores in the Queensland locations of Bundaberg and Browns Plains shut down on Sunday. Music.com.au is reported. Wow. So I think they're still going to keep their online store. Are they? For like box sets, you know. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. JB Hi-Fi would probably do the same. Mm. Yeah. Because how would JB Hi-Fi go? They do a lot of that stuff. Yeah. That is a, that is a good call. Um, but, they, you know, they sell everything else as well. But That's right, sales, TV, sales would still go down or they'd still be experiencing that, would you think? Because mm. they've got like. Remember the Rocky one? Like, it's just bulk CDs and yeah. bulk sets and everything. It's like a good third of the store. So it'd be pretty much everything that people would be buying from 
this sanity like close down things would be like collectibles, eh? Yeah. Like as in like, hey, in fucking fifty years, no kind of even know what a CD is, and I've got a brand new one. Like, is there any value you reckon in looking at certain types? Because you know, this is like you know the old sign shit. People collect stuff and like collectibles. Surely some of this sort of stuff, like CDs and box sets, not touched and all that shit's going to be worth something now. And well, that's right. What about the like, Nintendo games? Yeah, well, like if you yeah. got Mario Kart in a good working order in a Nintendo sixty four, Gold Nine Double O Seven. Someone's going to give you a few hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got some. Yeah. yeah, I've got an old NES. It still works, like the oh, old nice. cartridge, like. Thing and, yeah. <laughs> what was the go with blowing in them back in the day? Oh, it's just like if it didn't work, you did it, and it did. Well, that's know. what blokes try to do to fix everything: just blowing it. <laughs> <laughs> but I got yeah, like Punch Out and shit, like all the OG stuff. So yeah, nah, that's good stuff. But anyway, that uh, end of an era. It is fucking pretty. It wild. is. A um, little bit of sport before we fucking move on today. Um, I watched that free UFC card. Yep, yeah, that guy on Sunday. Oh, it was nice watching one for free. Because obviously, yeah. you know, I've paid to fucking watch them. I'm happy to support what they do. But it was good seeing a good card like that. Um, you know, Holly Holm was fighting in the co-main event. It was good to see her back in there. She got a win. Yep. Um, and Cheeto Vera versus Corey Sanhagen. Now, I had a bit of money on Cheeto Vera to win by knockout because I thought, oh, you know, um, Sanhagen's going to bring the pace. But I, I was hoping that Cheeto would analyze him and just come up with like a big filth, you know, head kick or something like he does later in the rounds. Yep. But, mate, shout out to Sanhagen, man. That dude looks like a fucking accountant and is an absolute weapon. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you see Corey Sanhagen rock up with a shirt on and that, you would think that is fucking your dad's nerdy friend. Yeah. And then he takes his shirt off. He's got a whole back piece and just messes cunts up. <laughs> like, just a killer, man. So I'm keen to see what he does in the vision. Yeah, have a go at this bloke. Like, just a fucking – does not look like a weapon at all. Like, he looks like it there standing on the thing. But have you seen him with a shirt on, like, weighs in just, just with his UFC shirt on? Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie Warrior. Like, that is literally Corey Sanhagen. Like, the school teacher. Yeah, look at him there. Yeah, have a go at him. Like, you just wouldn't think – wouldn't think that he's an absolute weapon. But, yeah, so stops Cheeto Vera's streak there. Um. But, yeah, another exciting thing, Cam, you'd be pumped about this. Donald Cerrone inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Well-deserved, I think. It is well-deserved, isn't it? He's just one of those guys that everyone should like in the sport. Yeah. He's just such a good character, runs his own race, which is why I like him as well, does his own thing, and he's just a fucking gentleman of the sport. Pretty humble gentleman. Mm. So, yeah. But, anyway, I think that's uh, that's all the sport I wanted to cover, unless you guys have got anything. Ah, that was good. I like that news part again. Mm. No, that's good. We'll start. Like I said, I think we'll uh, get into our work and get our own little news sound happening next week and uh, we'll really start to bring some fun stuff around the world that's going on. Fucking Uh, Getting into a bit of fucking feel-good stuff, a bit of fire-up shit. You you got one this week, Cam. A little short one. Mm. I heard this quote the other day that really impacted me. It said, you're suffering from self-doubt while others are intimidated by your full potential. And I love that quote because I think we are our own worst critic. I think that's pretty true, isn't it? Who was that by? That's uh, Dan's Fitzbo on TikTok. There we go. Yeah, Dan Fitzbo. But, yeah, I think um, it's all about believing in yourself, eh? Yeah. Because like he said then, like you could be doubting yourself fully and someone else is going, fuck, this bloke's killing it. 
Yeah, yeah. You know? And I, I reckon I'm pretty hard on myself. I don't know if you're, you're pretty hard on yourself. Fuck, fuck like, right. so, like self-critic. I think it's important to be critical of yourself, though. Like, oh. if you're just walking around fucking thinking you're deadly all the time, then I, that's not... I don't think... It's all good to have confidence, I think, but you should always be fucking Check analysing yourself. what you're doing and be critical on yourself. You should be your own hardest fucking critic, I reckon. Because yeah, that's definitely. the only way you're going to improve. But be careful not to be too hard on yourself as well. Yeah, well, yeah. there's the whole balance thing coming in again, eh? Yeah. Like, in life, that's the most important thing, I reckon, is balance. Um, but it's hard because, like, you've got to be your own worst critic because when you start, if you blow up online or something, there's so many fuckheads just writing negative shit that you can't just listen to what everyone has to say. Oh, no. Because people are just saying it for the sake of it. So you've got to analyse your own work and fucking, you know, be critical on yourself because... Yeah, you're the one that's going to be true to what you're doing, you know? Yeah. And obviously people you respect in the field and that you listen to and shit, but you can't just fucking be taking anyone's advice online that wants to have a sook that day. Fuck no. But it's no, just like days a... like this, I'm not bringing me best today, which I'm up myself about because I'm feeling shit. And I'm like, <laughs> we're still here. Yeah, like, that's but right. But like, that's just another thing in my head right now. I'm going, fucking pull it together, cunt, let's go. It's saying that too. It's been a few, uh, few big weeks, like as in... Recording on Mondays. Oh, straight up on got, Mondays. If yeah. you've got big weekends going. But, um, yeah, you know, I think I think it's exciting the things we got coming up in the next few months and having the time to put energy towards it, some fun announcements that we're keen to let you guys know about and shit and things happening here. We finally got a chance to do shit. So some yeah. exciting things coming this year, especially. It's going to be, uh, yeah, taking it up just that extra level. And, um, you know, starting to get some good guests on. And I'll always want to talk to the everyday Joe as well. Like, that's something that I want to make sure, no matter how, where this thing goes, I always just want to get one of the boys on every now and again and have a chat about their venture or oh, as long definitely. as they're doing something cool, you know, and giving, giving something a crack. I'll talk to anyone. Anyone that's um, consistent in one thing or a few things and just keeps rolling it over, keeps succeeding. Yeah, that's right. Just giving shit a go, eh? Or to come and talk about the struggles. Fuck, I am struggling. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. But, um, yeah, that was a good like one. Like today. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Firing up. Here we are, though, because we just fucking show up. We fucking do. But next week, I reckon, Cam, you're going to be refreshed, aren't you? Full night's sleep. Oh, fucking bit of vitamin in you before you come in, and you'll be fucking... I'll have to pin you onto the chair. Well, I won't be sweating in aircon next week, I can tell you that much, because <laughs> that's what I'm doing at the fucking moment. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Righto, getting into a bit of fun stuff. Now, I've got a bit of a follow-on here. From the previous Trendsetter episode, one of the most fucked calls we've had in about the family cuckold. Oh, yeah. Wow. So a bit of a backstory here for if you've just, if you missed that episode or something. This chick called in last week and said she was with a guy who was calling her a different name during a route and was asking her to call him a different name. She found out a couple of months later that, that those names were in fact his parents' names. Mm. Heck. Which would have been the biggest fucking spin out ever. And we sort of reached out to her and said, Oi, you need to give us a bit more info or what the fuck's going on from that. And we've got a follow up call, Quinn tells us. Oh, wow. This will be good. Let's go. I haven't fully listened to this yet because I've only got it just recently. So, yeah, yeah, we'll right. Let's we'll see go. what she reckons. G'day, you fucking legends. T Dog, Camberger. Oh, cool. We've done. I have a guy that called up about the, uh, you know, family cuck. It did happen a fair few years ago, but it still gives me some fucking head noise. 
to answer your question, he got blocked on the way home from that party. But what makes me terrified is if we used to study cadavers, i.e. dead bodies, and it fucking frightens me to think of what he does with those. What? But I bet you won't ever meet a Melanie or a Sam without thinking of that shit. Anyway, a bit of a carry-on. It's a bit of a fucking play-on, and I thought you fucking weapons might get a laugh out of it too. But let me preface this by saying I do love my partner and I would never actually harm him, but I'm pretty sure this cunt is on a fucking spectrum. If it's not autism, it's ADHD. If it's not ADHD, it's annoy the tits off your message syndrome. <laughs> but I must say this does play in well with your post-nut clarity or what I like to call the post-finger thinker. <laughs> Dawn is the error of cum just being called cum. This fucker's word of the month for it is, da 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 drum roll please, man waste. And yes, <laughs> after we've done the dirty, he will say something along the lines of, I'll grab the man waste towel. <laughs> yes, correct. He does fucking say that. Oh. If this cunt keeps fucking going, he's going to get yabby pumped in the schlong. Because as I'm laying there, he throws that shit out. Ooh. Is this a Karen or a fucking play on? Anyway, finish up. Quick question. When's your next merch drop? My cunt of a ball Arab pup somehow broke into the house and she obviously has fucking good taste because she went straight for our hats and absolutely demolished them. Heck. Ooh. Yeah, right. So they used to study bit, dead bodies as well. Bit to unwrap here. Now, we've got a photo. This legend has got a yabby pump fucking tattooed on the hand. <laughs> <laughs> you are kidding me. Just sucking the man juice clean out of him. <laughs> the man waste. <laughs> the man waste. Uh, to do with the merch drops, I think we haven't said anything about it yet, but we'll be having one at the end of April. We've been getting peppered too. And yeah. it won't be the normal one. This is all new shit that we're bringing out that we're not going to let you know about yet, but yes. it's fucking new. You haven't seen this yet. It's a, sla- it's a saying that we use all the time and we're going to fucking bring it out. But that's all we're going to give you, a little teaser. Um... But what so our oh, mate was into looking at dead yes. bodies. Dude, if this fucker isn't a already in jail for something gross, like we sort of there, there's a dude out there that we know of. Oh, oh. A family cuck dead body looking at bloke. Oh dude. What? That is We're gonna have to put him on the radar. Fucking oh. That is off tap, isn't it? Yeah. There you go. And look, I think we all have that annoy your girlfriend syndrome in us or your missus. Oh, definitely. Right? Fucking hell. It'd be weird if you didn't. It keeps them on their toes, doesn't yep. it? Definitely. You know, keeps them. Can't have them just knowing what you're going to do all the time. Just like when sometimes you're about to go to bed and you've had a big day and they'll just start a blue <laughs> as you're about to fucking Doze close off. your eyes. <laughs> Be like us in the car where we might rub their face as they're driving. Yeah, yeah, just to or keep tickle them or poke them in the side of yeah, the ribs. Keep things interesting. That's right. Yeah, mate, I've never seen a bloke bark more than you hungover. Oh yeah, it's a it's a sight. If you've never seen Cambodian hungover the next morning and he's still got a bit of piss in him, that's probably the best lip game on a bloke I've seen. <laughs> I don't it's know. not two days after. Yeah, how, this. how were you after the second one? Like, were you just full barking or were you just in shutdown mode? Um, no, I was pretty good. Went for brekkie. Yeah. Went back, went back to sleep till about midday. Yeah, yeah. And then went down to the pool. And I think that, 
Mate, how good's it just a cold water swim? Yeah. Just to freshen you up. Yeah. And then straight into fucking Bloody Marys. Mm. And I had some prawn tacos, soft tacos. Oh, nice. A bit of coriander, a bit of lime. Coriander. Do you like coriander? No. Nah. I love it. Do you? You like it, Quinn? Love it on tacos there, and yeah, all that shit too, yeah. There's a, I think we spoke about it before. There's a love or a hate. Well, There's no yeah. in-between with coriander. But I, I, I just feel like I've never used it personally. So whenever I see it somewhere, I sort of just throw it off the side because yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't love the flavour it brings. Yeah. I wouldn't say that I'm like, I wouldn't go protesting against coriander. But, I'd, yeah, I wouldn't buy it anyway. And some people inhabit a gene that they'll eat it and it tastes like soap. Really? Like it's one of the only foods that kind of do that, yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. I j- have a gene? Yeah. I'll be fucked. I'll goggle it. Yeah, Google that. That's fucking weird. Because I've heard people say it tastes like soap, but I didn't know it was an actual like a no, genetic it, thing. No, like they have a thing, yeah. Wow. I do believe. I love Thai food and Thai massages, so coriander so, is good. So what's it reckon? Uh, so it's OR6A2. They found that those people who said cilantro, cilantro. cilantro tastes like soap share a common smell receptor gene called cluster called... OR6A2. This gene cluster picks up the scent of... Aldehyde. Chemicals. Thanks, Quinn. No worries. <laughs> Natural <laughs> aldehyde chemicals are found in cilantro leaves. And those chemicals are used during soap making. So cilantro is the wow. state's term, term of coriander. coriander. Yeah. 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 yeah, fuck saying coriander. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say something else. But there you go. Butchered that for you, but Quinn pulled me out of the shit. Okay. That's fucking loose. I didn't know that. I thought it was just some yeah, people saying that's why that it it's did. What Cam was saying, that's why there's such a like a 50-50 thing, I think. Yeah. Well, there we go. We've learned something today, guys. It hasn't just been a whole fucking day of shit talking. We're learning something. <laughs> We're buddy. learning. Bringing you something every day we are. Um, right, hey, what do you reckon? We'll have a few carry-ons to fucking finish this on a good note. Then I've got a joke, baby, today. I've got yeah, a no. joke. I, I thought I'd better mention that. Um, yep. Uh, we'll get, we will be at... Meat stock. Well, one of us will. Oh, be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. nice. Yeah. When when will this be happening? What date is it? Oh, you have to look it up know. again. I think. We'll Which be one the, are you? I think, I think Toowoomba one. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm letting you. I'm letting you down there, trendsetters, for that one. I'm. Uh, we were looking at the dates, and the next weekend I'm going to Kingy's Bucks party in uh, Adelaide, and I've had to make the call. The missus was going to let me go, but I think it's just a pretty shit thing to do leaving your missus at home. Two full weekends in a row with four fucking weapons. So yeah. Cam's going to do the big lift and uh, represent us there. I think the big knuckler will be there too. Yeah. Is that right, Oh, mate? nice. Yeah, 14th, 15th so of April. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got um, we got peppered with that too. So yeah, there oh mate, look, I I'm definitely going to make a, an appearance to one. But yeah. like I said, I've had to do the right thing by the family here. But um, can we it, just have one more look? There's Toowoomba, and then it goes straight to Brazil or something, doesn't it? Sydney. Oh, there Sydney, is another Sydney one. And then um, Auckland, they're waiting for a date. Yeah. I'm very jealous, though. Very jealous. This looks like such a fucking great event. You know what I'm looking forward to about this event? What's that? I don't have to just play up on the piss. <laughs> What's that? I can, can go in there and have just, a feed. Yeah, you can go yeah. and just eat and try foods and shit. That's and right. And talk to people. Yeah, but do you really think you're not going to end up just a fucking... Oh, I'll be solo dancing somewhere by myself at <laughs> <on> this stage. <laughs> uh, no, no, you, but it's it's like it. a different thing, you know, like it's an event. That yeah, it is, mate. Dabble in well, that. What, and... Sydney, 5th and 7th of May, yeah, and Auckland to be announced. So there you go. But, yeah, if you want to come see the Cambodian 
just getting stuck into his work. 14th yep. and 15th of April. Sounds good. Fucking nice. No, that was good, mate. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, let's have a bit of a laugh or something to finish off. You carry-ons. Let us go. Let us go. Hey, boys, got a pretty quick laugh for you. Um, I was trying to uh, make a computer desk for the uh, garage and I uh, decided to look up a melamine um, desk on... Uh, Google and what my fingers put into Google and what Google thought was uh, male mate and then I came up with a bunch of whole fucking gay porn <laughs> and uh, nothing against the blokes that play uh, cricket for Brokeback Shire but it was a fucking <laughs> laugh. Shire. <laughs> anyway, boys, say yourselves. Take care. Nice. Just stumbled into a bit of gay porn, <laughs> you know. Oh, it happens. <laughs> Have you ever stumbled into a bit of gay porn? Nah, nah. No, no, either. I've been lucky too. Have you ever had any like thing go wrong from a spelling error? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, probably. Put me on the spot there. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Off the top of the dome. What That's about you? why I left it in. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, good stuff. I'm sure there fucking would be plenty though. <laughs> I remember something like that at school, and it just popped up and going holy, and the teachers walk past at the same time, and you just going heck. <laughs> All the fucking stars align. You're just in more shit than Elton's finger. Yes. I was going to say a story, but um, I don't think you can talk about it because obviously we're school age. Oh, uh, heck. Yeah. Right, uh, it's probably a good time to move on. Yeah. Cam's school stories. <laughs> be another episode. This is a state itself. school too, not a private school. Oh, right, eh? <laughs> we'll move on. Hey, lads, just a bloke from WA calling up here. Just wanted to say thanks for the podcast. I had a bit of head noise lately and it's really got me through it. And job's been pretty shitty as well, so... Looking for a new one and got an interview a couple of days. But yeah, cheers for the podcast and love the heaps. It's good. Carry on. Thanks, brother. All the best with the interview. Yeah, good on you for fucking, um, you know, not if you're not liking your job, going out and trying to get another one and, yeah, great work. Thanks. We appreciate those sort of messages, eh? Like, yeah. We don't say it very often and that, but the amount of messages that we get online on the socials and that from people reaching out like letting us know how much they appreciate what we do and that honestly that those messages make what we're doing all worth it and um yeah we really appreciate everyone that takes the time out of their day to reach out and sorry if we don't get back to you at all or for a while like honestly the fucking the requests and the messages is a a big job to get through um overwhelming at some point that's right yeah Yeah, i get fucking anxiety thinking mm. about like not getting back to people but mm. it's one of those things that you literally unless you're sitting there all day every day replying to them it, it takes a while so yeah even with all three of us on there it's yeah it's a big job still yeah but don't get me wrong we really appreciate those messages so absolutely yeah thanks heaps for everyone that takes their time to reach out and if you're not on the trendsetters group on on facebook yet that's probably a good good time to get on there we've um, had the post approval on Quinn. Yes, going really well. Which uh, it, yeah. Don't be disheartened if your post gets declined and then whinge to me because it could be a repeat or whatever as well. Um, yeah. Or if it's just like fucking stupid, I'll just decline it too. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's why we're doing it. So it, it, it literally the reason why is so it doesn't become the carry on page. So yeah. Yeah. That's it's going really well. Yeah. Mm. No, I think I think it is a, a good balance and. Um, yeah, if you if you want to spray Quinn for not playing your yarn, just ring him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah. No, thanks for your uh, thanks for your call, mate. And I do um, trendsetters requests weekly. Yeah, so once yeah, a week. Yeah, once a week. So. Yeah, so if you've put in your your thing, 
in a week, a week or so, it'll it'll happen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Right. This next one's pretty special, I reckon. Probably one of my favourite calls we've got. So. Oh, cool. Here we go. Tomas, Cameron, Squint and Quentin, <laughs> Dan here from Dad Kissing Country, old Dingo Dan, coming back for another little perspective. Anyway, boys, bit of a serious one. Last year, one of our little girls, we've got four kids, one of our little girls got diagnosed with cancer. Obviously, rocked our world, heading towards Christmas. Didn't know what life was going to look like. And, yeah, the world was changing. A couple of good mates were drawing close, um, asking me, how's it all going? And I always used to say, you know, one day at a time, get a bit angry at the start, get a bit sad, and then you just get into fight mode. And the thing what I'm taking away from it all is when when mates are going through things and and whatever, I just say, guys, you just got to look at your life. And when things are going normal, you're having a normal day, you know, um, nothing's going wrong. You might feel a little bit bored, just thinking, ah, it's just, you know, life's just, you know, just going along. Just realise how good it is because life can change in an instant. You got to get that perspective that you know what if life is normal you're really blessed you're blessed to be alive blessed to have your family your mates and at the end of the day if you get a chance to have a brown ice cream at your local country club we're in your Cobra in your RMs mate you're doing well and the little girl she's going good treatment's going awesome so I can't complain. Life's good. Doctors are good. Let's get into it. All right, boys. Stay into yourself. Stay out of yourselves. In, out. In, in, out, out. In, out. <laughs> Stay out of yourselves. Wow. Unreal. Mate, fuck. that, uh... I take a bit... Fuck. Like, mate, I nearly fucking burst out then. Like, at the moment with the four kids, like, even imagining that news mm. hitting you. You know oh, what mate. I mean? And for a bloke to have that sort of attitude going through what he's doing, mate, that's that's amazing. So thanks so much for for calling in. I hope the treatment is going really well for your little girl and um, I hope her spirits are up. Um, oh, that's just a perfect thing to practice gratitude. That's a good like, one about having a normal day and just going, oh, yeah, I might be a bit bored, but just go, how good's this? Got no dramas. Waking up healthy. That's right. Waking up and your kids are healthy. Like, like you said before, going to bed with a full stomach. Yeah, roof over the head. Yeah, you know it's um that's a great one. Like you said, to practice a bit of gratitude and just wake up in the morning and go, I'm alive. I'm healthy. My kids are here. Um, even those things that your parents might still be here. Like appreciate all those times. And it's hard when you're flat out and you have got all these ideas coming on to stop. But I'm probably shocking for it too. Not. Like, even if you dedicate, like, 10 minutes of your day just to sit there and go, fucking, I've got it pretty good. Probably why people do meditate or it doesn't even have to be called meditation, really. Just reflect on, yeah. the, on you, the day. So yeah. to get normal spiritual, just go, oh, I'll just have a bit of a moment there just to go, mm. right, hey, everything's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty wild. But, mate, thank, thanks heaps for your call and your support, you know. And like I said, it's unreal to see someone – who's going through that with his family and that to still have that sort of attitude and fucking I suppose it's something you got to do as a parent, isn't it? And I, I really hope I never have to go through it. But if I do, I hope I've got the strength to fucking be that rock for your kids and your wife to 
to sort of rely on. But, you know, I just hope that this legend has a good base of friends and family around him and he feels comfortable fucking doing stuff like that and ringing up and talking about it and shit, you know, which is what we're trying to build here, a community of blokes that get around legends like that who are struggling. Yeah, definitely. Just what on Cam said, like, with the whole reflection thing, mm. with Katie being away, like, we'll ring each other pretty much every night and we have been going, like, from, oh, how was your day start to finish? Mm. And if you, I would think I would have, like, a normal day or whatever and then I go through it start to finish. I'm like, fucking hell, like, I'm very lucky like what i'm doing and on other stuff as well and because we've been doing it daily you're like it gets better and better the way yeah. you attack it kind of thing yeah yeah uh, just stopping to reflect that a few good things that are happening that yeah yeah i think it would have a big um reflection on your mentality too like as in i gotta admit last night was fucking testing like as in the twins with the missus is testing enough but the young fellow was up um, going yep. through the toilet train and stuff at the moment. He had like a nightmare, then, you know, an accident. And, and then the little girl was up at three o'clock screaming like it was six in the morning and wouldn't go back to sleep. And the missus and I are sort of snappy at each other because we're both up and trying to sort all the kids out and that. And then it comes to this morning, we're both just like zombies on the couch and the kids are like, woo! <laughs> and like, you're just thinking, holy fuck, get me a double shot coffee. But then I think it's all good. Like as in these kids are healthy. They're just being kids. Yeah. It's our fault that we had four of them under four. You know, it's hectic at the moment, but everything's good. Life's good. It'll be sweet. Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah, so thanks for that. I think a call like that every now and again just grounds you a little bit and just goes, no, right, oh, sweet. Everything's good. I definitely needed it too when I heard it. So mm. thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. One more here. Rattle. Listen here, you fucking turtleneckers. <laughs> you fucking golden shower and cunts. Can I get a high oh, oh, I need a high oh, So loud and clear, yeah. Oh, give me a high yeah. That's all I needed to say, you fucking Tweety Birds. Have a cracking good day, you cunts. <laughs> Well, it's beautiful to finish singles. He really needed to get that little... Oh, he needed to get it out of his system, oh, didn't he? Out, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he really was fucking feeling that hoya. That was a long, long, low hoya. Thanks, mate. Oh, yes. Thanks for that, mate. That was fucking... Nah, that was beautiful. Uh, right, I to finish things off today. Have any? Have you got a joke? I do not have a joke. No. I do not have a joke. All right. Well, I got a fucking beauty here. Now, this was from the old man. I don't know where he got it. I'm not saying he wrote it. So settle the fuck down, okay? <laughs> but um, why did the scarecrow get an award? Why? Because he was outstanding in his field. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I thought that was a dad joke, however, was pretty good. Yes, that was mm. great. So, get that in you. <laughs> fucking get it in you. And yeah. have a good week. And have a good week. That's exactly right. Hope everyone fires up, has a ripper rest of the week. I hope you liked the uh, bonus episode with Troy Candy that you that is already out. And if you yeah. haven't listened to it, go check that out. Uh, Trendsetter talk back on Thursday. Ripping into the weekend. Let's fucking go. Stay ahead of each other, too. See you later.
Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.